0: Quick disclaimer, the podcast has been changed to low-key opinionated, so if you hear Tea and Whatever, please disregard it and continue listening to the podcast. Thank you. Hello there, and welcome to the next segment podcast of Tea and Whatever. I'm your host, Vanessa, and we have another recurring friend back on the podcast. Hello. Emily is back. I'm back so glad again. you actually came back. Oh my God, I loved the first time and I'm here again. It was fun. It was really fun. I feel like the second time around having you be here will be a lot better because totally. we're comfortable with the mics, working out the kinks, my dog's breathing in the background. I don't know <laughs> if you guys can hear him. I'm trying to like, help him calm down. He's all excited. Emily's here. Yep so let's take a minute to talk about the weather we're having in alberta where you go outside and you die oh i don't want to talk about the weather here i hate it like all i want to do is eat chocolate and hibernate i don't want to do Me anything too. my car fishtailed the whole way here she oh. just said no we love it we love driving on pure ice mm. Definitely not enjoyable. Don't recommend. <laughs> I was walking my dogs. I have to take them out for 20 minutes a day at least. And don't worry if anyone's like, oh, you know, minus 30, 35, that's too cold. They're mountain dogs. Like I said, they that, got this. Yeah. Otis is great Pyrenees with two coats and then Abelian's Newfoundlander Pyrenees mix. So she is, they're fine. They are not cold. They are loving their time outside. And I was walking them on this street in this neighborhood and I was just looking at the ground. It's just sheer ice. I was slipping. Yeah. I was slipping. (laughs) The dogs are just like um, sledding almost. Yeah. They're just like pulling my stupid ass around. You got exactly what I was trying to say there. (laughs) And it's not fun driving. Like I have to, my car, I got to go start Laverne. Yeah. Like every day I got to make sure I start her and go for a drive because I'm worried I'm, she's not going to start. She's an older car. Yeah. Well, I always forget, like I had no idea that you're supposed to start your car and just leave it running like i thought people just did that to warm up their cars but Mm -hmm. apparently it's like a thing and i just found that out so i've been doing that my car takes like five minutes to warm up or it does like this weird like jerky thing when i drive it oh we love that (laughs) our cars are even like the fuck is this weather like i'm not equipped i need a garage this is not fair i remember i went out today to start it because i went out and it was like roo, 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 roo. It was like, oh my god, you bitch. You have <laughs> yeah. like four hundred dollars of engine work done on you. You yeah. better start. You better work. <laughs> like we're not here for it. I don't pay one twenty eight a month for you to just sit here. Yep. I need you in this. Yep. We're in this together. <laughs> and what are you doing to cope with this weather? Like how are you keeping yourself not being depressed from minus thirty? um well i actually do go out in this weather and i get myself a coffee because i'm very picky and if it's not starbucks or tim's for my coffee i will not drink it So I do love that. that. Makes me happy. I know, like those millionaires, they're like, "Oh, the first step to being wealthy is cut out that daily coffee." And I'm like, "No thanks." Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for you to say because you're a millionaire and like you Seriously? probably made all your money on like fucking Wall Street or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, it made no difference. I'm over here working minimum wage part time. I yep. will buy myself a damn coffee if I need to survive. Amen to that. I will buy food. I will buy whatever I need. Of course, I'll be, <laughs> you know, money conscious. Of course. But don't tell me how to spend my money. Seriously. If okay? I'm going to get, like, a dollar coffee, that's my business. Yeah. <laughs> I know it adds up, but it makes me happy. And if that's the one little joy I get out of the day, then... <laughs> I honestly hate getting advice from millionaires who were, like, born into money. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of those, too. I'm like... I, Oh, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> yeah, excuse me? Like, I, oh, on the, on the topic of Kylie Jenner, I that whole clan, that whole crew, you want to call it, whatever the fuck, just irritates me. Mm-hmm. It, and, like, Kylie has done nothing besides her makeup company, but I hate how she pretty much lied to be on, what was it, Forbes, Billionaire? Yeah, I think they've proven that she lied about it. And then she was mad that they, like, exposed her. (laughs) She's like, I would never lie about such a thing. I'm like, really? What about your face? Your whole, like... Oh, yeah, lying about plastic surgery. I mean, I'm not against it. If you want to... No, but when you have so many, like, young girls looking up to you and you lie about that, like, I think it's totally another thing if she was honest. If she was like, yeah, I have had work done. Because I've seen so many people that are like, oh, I want to glow up like Kylie Jenner. It's like, well, do you have a good surgeon? Because that's not natural. Like, you don't... Maybe for some people it is, but in terms of her, that's not natural. No, and then you look at, like, comparison photos, and she's like, puberty. I'm like, excuse me? Where? Like, <laughs> uh, what kind of puberty did you go through? Can I have it? Cosmetic like, puberty. <laughs> and like I said, it's fine if you want to do that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, about self-confidence and everything. But don't sit there and lie to me and be like, oh, like, I just use, like, a lot of lipstick. Lipstick does not add volume. my lips. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> like sometimes listening to any of them speak just irritates the hell out of me. Yep. I think, I think it was around the beginning of this pandemic, probably April May. I don't remember when. Mm-hmm. I, probably April because it was an April Fool's joke, huh? And I think, oh um, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. One of the <laughs> sisters got their house like teepeed with toilet paper, and that's yeah. when like the surge and the, the need shortage, yeah, <laughs> was in the states. Yeah, and it's like, are you n- tone deaf? Yeah. Do you go outside? Read the room. <laughs> Literally, like, and you're going to go to your sister's house and think it's funny to throw toilet paper around when people are it. panicking. Yeah. And I know, like, even here in Canada, there were, like, so many times when I went to Walmart or Superstore or whatever, and there was no toilet paper. And it's frustrating because, like, there was no need to buy that much toilet paper. So for, like, I don't know about your family, but for our family where you buy one thing of toilet paper, there's none left. And it was so frustrating because it's like, what are we supposed to do? We're not buying five things of it. We just need one because that was just what we ran out of that week. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know why people were... People were buying, like, six six things of toilet paper was like damn are you using a roll per go seriously like Like, what's what's the fuck's going on with your plumbing you're You're clogging (laughs) it up with fucking toilet paper relax yeah Yeah. and it's just crazy like you can definitely tell who the selfish ones are when you go to the grocery store during this pandemic yeah Yeah. absolutely of course now (laughs) it's better because we've almost been in this thing for a year yeah in Canada like next month on the 13th 14th is when like Alberta was like shut down done yeah it doesn't even feel... I know this This is what we're going to keep talking about on this podcast because it's something that's like an everyday thing. Absolutely. It hasn't gone away yet, so... Oh my God. It doesn't <laughs> even feel like it's going to go away sometimes. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's like con- never ending. Considering how sloppily this government has been handling... Y'all know how I feel about this government, this UPC bullshit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming everyone can understand where I'm coming from that Absolutely, this is yeah. just a mess. It is. Yep. And not even a hot one. Just not mess. just a fucking mess, and it's not even like a f- I don't want to say fun mess, but like a no. manageable mess. I keep saying that word, but it's true. And yeah, that's a whole other rant. I've already gone on this with this podcast, and part two. Literally, <laughs> it'll like for part two. Literally, it will be. There will be a part two. I'm I'm assuming Tater Talk Grease Boy is gonna fuck up <laughs> and do something horrific. I mean, he's already doing something horrific now. We'll talk about it real quick since we're here on this topic, is how malls are open, bars are open, Uh, restaurants are open, but for gyms, it's only one-on-one personal training. Yeah. I have a lot of problems with how that's been handled. (laughs) Let it out. This is the time to just let it out. Well, it just, like, doesn't even make sense to me, like, especially, like, going back to November and shutting down restaurants and small businesses, but they're like, oh, yeah, the malls can stay open. How does that make sense? Like, to me, it just makes... It's impossible to trace this. Like, I'm no doctor or nurse, but, you know, I think about my daily routine. Like, every day I get up and I go to Tim Hortons, and when I touch my coffee cup, it's been touched by a worker who's been in contact with all of their co-workers and all of their families. And then I go to work at um, a preschool, and, you know, I'm in contact with 15 kids And all of their friends and all of their families and other coworkers. And it's just, to me, like, how do you even trace where it begins? Because that was their reasoning. Mm -hmm. is They said, oh, well, people aren't catching COVID from the mall. How can you tell that? Like, I don't know. There might be a very, like, simple explanation for that. But just from what I've heard, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because a mall is way dirtier Mm -hmm. and has high-touch surfaces than a fucking gym. Absolutely. Like, the gym I was going to, there were, um, the staff was always wa- wiping down. You never saw a staff not wiping down. Mm-hmm. People were wiping down their equipment, and most people were being respectful of space, and it's, it's just ridiculous to me that consumer, if you think about it, it just boils down to consumerism takes over mental health and well-being, right, because mm-hmm. for so many people, the gym is like a sanctuary. I know for me it is, especially yeah. during winter. Mm-hmm. When I totally feel that, yeah. days are shorter and you just want to go out, it's dark at five o'clock. Oh my god, that's so depressing. <laughs> I hate like, that. and now it's getting a little lighter, like yep. I don't know, five minutes a day. But I'm like, yeah. please, I can't wait for it to be summer and it's like nine thirty and still light out. Me too. And it's just frustrating that it's like, okay, we'll keep malls open, but you know, for example, you can't go to anyone's house really yep. and all that stuff. And there's like very tight regulations, like even the restaurants. Yeah, we were told in <clears throat> November that it had to be families only, dining together. Mm -hmm. But to me, like, again, that makes zero sense. Like, I've had a couple of friends who had to move back in with their parents during the pandemic, so their addresses would be different on, like, documentation. Mm -hmm. And same with, like, friends that live alone. Like, I have friends who live alone, and they can pick two people to hang out with, but they have to be, like, the same two people. Well, how do you prove that? You know, you like can't, you can't prove it. And if the government catches you, they'll sue the hell out of you. And it just doesn't make sense to me because it's like, that's so unfair. Like, how can you tell? So we actually shut down for all of November because we were like, we're not taking that risk. Mm-hmm. Like, even if a customer doesn't report you, the government can find out. Yeah. And when they do, it's like, hmm. it's, it's really interesting, though, because I, I, it's such a, a hard, desperate time for small business owners and restaurant and bar owners Excuse me, and I don't see these restaurant owners going to report people not living in the same household because that drives away business. Turn away business, absolutely. Yeah, and I think you know I understand that each government has to do their own thing to you know counteract this virus and keep it under control, which is fine. Like I agree with a lot of things being closed, but it's kind of a slap in the face when it's like, okay, the mall's open. Yeah, I've never understood that. And there are so many people that don't respect the guidelines. No. I was working at retail in the mall, and there were people where, like, I had this one person, and she would, she had her mask on, so I was like, okay, I'll go and ask her if she needs help, because if there was somebody not wearing a mask or their mask wasn't covering their nose, I'm like, yeah, I'm not helping this person. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not doing that risk. When you work with kids, why would you take that risk? But anyways... Um, she had her mask on, wearing it properly and I'm like, okay, like I'll go ask her if she needs help, so, you know, I say my greeting, hi, how are you, can I help you she pulls her mask off her face and she's like oh hi, I'm looking for like this shirt, puts her mask back on her face, I'm like, I took like a few steps back and I'm like, oh, um well, I think it's over in that corner and she pulls her mask down again and she's like, okay thanks, I'll go look there and I'll let you know if I need anything, puts it back so I went over to my manager, and I'm like, hey, um, I'm super, like, uncomfortable with this. This is what this lady's doing. Can I tell her, like, this isn't okay. You need to be wearing a mask, because it says so on our door. You must wear a mask properly. These are the ones that are accepted. These are the ones that are not. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, you can't say that. Like, that that's not okay for you to say. You can't, you can't do that. She's like, does it really make you that uncomfortable? I'm like, does it not make you uncomfortable? <laughs> like... Why do some people get exempt from the rules and others not? Like, yeah. If you have an actual medical thing, <clears throat> fine. Well, should you be out in public, really, if you have such a serious medical condition? Seriously, yeah. And, I mean, really, in this day and age, like, obviously, there's mental health to consider, too. But you can order anything online, your groceries, um, anything from Amazon. Like, I know we don't want to support, you know, Mr. Bezos. But if you are really, like, in that much of a desperate situation... Desperate times call for desperate measures, you know. Like, if you need like paper towel, fine, order it off of Amazon, do what you need to do. Yeah. But, or get like family members or friends to drop it off. Like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, everybody's situation is different, but. And it was something I believe I touched on in my last podcast with my other guest friend, Emma, and or one of, I can't remember. I have touched on it. Anyways, it's that people who don't want to wear a mask are doing it for like political reasons it's not usually what I've noticed and what I've heard and what I've seen it has nothing to do with being safe or whatever it's just making a statement that you can't control me and this is a hoax and everything I'm like shut up absolutely and like my mom works in the health field and she's even told me like she found out that there were only like very very few cases where people would actually be medically exempt from, you know, not wearing a mask. Yeah. Like she said, like literally, like 0.5 percent of people. Like it's insane, and you somehow see all over TikTok and like Twitter or whatever people that are like, "I'm medically exempt," and it's like, No, you're not. I guarantee you're you like, not. <laughs> like you're a little asthmatic. That doesn't mean you're exempt, and it's just frustrating. Yeah. And it's just I understand where people's frustrate. Like. I'm gonna keep wearing my mask, but I get it. Like I want to be able to go out and feel safe. Like I went to the dentist today, and I was just nervous. Oh, it's so weird. And it's it's weird and yeah. it's nerve wracking. And you know, you know, when I she took off my mask and like my not she when I took off my mask mm-hmm. to start my teeth cleaning, I felt naked. I was me like, too. this I isn't so weird. And like this isn't right. Yeah. So I to me we're at this stage where there's no more excuses there's no more Mm -hmm. reasons why you can't fucking wear a mask because Mm -hmm. we're so deep into this now Mm -hmm. and it's been such a big thing and plus most businesses don't want you fucking in there breathing on everything yeah and i think it's i hate it when people are like oh you know discrimination my rights i'm like shut up just well i saw this tiktok and it was like this girl was reenacting these different scenarios like if you go to a Tim Hortons, there's a sign on the door that says no shoes, no shirt, no service. I don't think I've ever heard of anybody who is like, that's against my right. You're, I should be allowed to come in here without shoes. Yeah. And same with like, um, you know, when you go to water parks or certain beaches, they're like, you need to wear shoes when you're on like the poolside or whatever. Like, you know, mm-hmm. okay, you comply with those rules. So I don't really understand why it's so different with a mask. Why everybody's like, no, that's against my right. And I'm talking about, like, that specific argument, yeah, not the medical 100%. ones, but, like, the specific one where it's, like, you're trying to strip away my rights. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's just frustrating and exhausting, and I hate, I, I'm, thankfully, I don't know anyone, and I don't think you know anyone either, hopefully. No. Who's an anti-masker, because it's just, it's just fucking ridiculous yeah. at this point, and... You know, there's so many other things that are going on in this pandemic that we should be focusing on and absolutely being an anti-masker political statement maker should not be one of them. No. It's that, frustrating. It's embarrassing. It's <laughs> oh my god. That shit's embarrassing. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, and like how do people around them think that that behavior is okay cuz it's really not. I would be humiliated to be associated with somebody who is like that. Like I actually think that's so embarrassing. Yeah, I would I wouldn't even want to associate. Like let's say like I went out to like like uh, a bookstore or the mall with a friend and they were like i'm not gonna wear my mask i'll be like yo okay you can go by yourself yeah we'll be walking separate directions and taking different cars home thank you yeah because (laughs) it's not fair everyone else is doing their part and wearing their mask Mm -hmm. and you're not going to because a b and c like fuck you (laughs) that's that's just our two cents we could go on Forever with yep. this podcast about mask and everything. But I tu- I did touch on it last week. So we're still on the theme of the pandemic for this one because... <laughs> Always. Keep it consistent. <laughs> literally. And today it was kind of interesting because I was thinking about it. And over the last week or so, I'm like, you know what's really fucking difficult is to date. Yeah. During this fucking mess. It's almost impossible mm-hmm. if you don't have, like, the right connection. Yeah. Like, I've had a couple of friends who have started dating... But, like, they work together. Yeah. So, but I don't really know anybody else who's kind of just started dating because they just meet somebody, like, at on the street or something. Like, I know. It's, it's definitely a scary... It adds another paranoia factor besides, like, mm-hmm. you know, you date, could be a murderer, serial killer, rapist. <laughs> That's just my train yep, of thought. Yeah, me too, yeah. You know, I pretty sure I've told you about my one Tinder experience a year yes. ago. <laughs> wow. I mean, I can dive into that right now. I'll oh. try and summarize oh. it because it's a long story. <laughs> Basically, it was low key a catfish because his pictures were all side profiles and that should have been a red flag for me. <laughs> That's my Tinder pictures too. <laughs> yeah, but his were like, the way that he took them made it seem like his face was different oh, when I, I saw him in person. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, casually changing my bone structure into a different bone structure Mm -hmm. like that kind of thing and i remember when we we met up at the starbucks and i saw someone who resembled him come in the door and i was like fuck like (laughs) is this no (laughs) i was like i just wanted to leave right then and there but i was being too nice but i should have just left yeah but you know yeah that's another thing sorry to interrupt no go ahead i just feel like women always have this pressure to be nice like, because I don't know about you, but I know for me, I'm like, I have to be nice to this guy or he's going to stab me in the parking lot. Like, it's like an irrational but rational fear. Absolutely. But anyways, I'm sorry to interrupt. It's just interesting. That. No, it's not <laughs> interrupting. You can chime in whatever you want. It's just, that's such an interesting thought because I never thought of it. I thought of it as just being polite, but now mm-hmm. it's like well my why do I feel like I have to be nice yeah and I mean guys aren't as soon as you say one thing that they don't like they're like well fuck you you ugly bitch you weren't even pretty anyways like I don't know why I reached yeah. out to you and it's like damn I don't know a single woman that's ever said something like that to a man like I I'm sure there are some out there I'm not gonna like you know pretend that women are all perfect but I'm just mean like you know yeah I always feel like women have to be polite to men or they're scared otherwise like I know for sure that I am yeah <laughs> no that's that's such an interesting and a very valid thing that I think a lot of women feel but that they, they don't understand where it comes from but that's kind of where I was with this where I was with this fucking date and I remember I always do this thing like I am all for girls who are can get a, a free dinner whatever out of a guy get a drink of for you like yeah I mean if this guy's gonna pay for that that's on him yeah. whatever his mistake <laughs> But I'm the kind of person where it's like, okay, I'll pay my own stuff like That's the first too. few dates because there's this weird obligation that I think not all men, but some men get that it's like, oh, I bought you coffee or drink I and you totally owe me have something. totally something to add on to that when you're done. like Go I, ahead. Add it again. in now. That was literally me. Like, I was kind of seeing this guy over the summer last year because we, again, like, we worked together. So I was like, okay, like, this is convenient. It works. And the same shit where like we went on a couple of dates and I was like please let me pay for myself and he's like no like I won't let you do that and he paid for me for like almost everything like I took him out somewhere once but it was like nothing compared to the places he took me and that was definitely a huge thing like I felt so guilty Mm -hmm. when I was like I don't see this going anywhere like I I don't want to I kind of want to break things off like that was something that stuck with me I felt like I owed him because he paid for me and I felt like I couldn't you know I had to repay that before I ended things I mean I didn't because in the end I'm like no that was his choice I offered several times to pay like it wasn't like he was like oh let me pay and I'm like yeah yeah okay for sure because I don't view men as an ATM you know, yeah. like I know some people do and it's a joke in like the girl world where, yeah. you know, it's like, oh yeah, men should pay for everything. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of us actually don't think that way. <laughs> I 100% agree. And I'm a huge believer in you should split things 50-50. You yeah, know, if you're going to a movie, okay, you buy the, the tickets, I'll buy the drinks and popcorn, whatever. Yeah. Like, make it balanced, you know, or at least semi-equivalent. Yeah. But yeah, because that's, I felt kind of trapped. I was like, oh shit, like he paid for me for like... All these dates, and now I feel like I owe him, and I can't do this. Yeah, and that's the scary thing too. It's like you don't want to have that feeling Mm -hmm. because it's a gross feeling. It's a really gross feeling, (laughs) and I I don't think I think I've had someone pay for a few things right when I was seeing someone, Mm -hmm. but it's just. it's like, well, I have my own money. I can pay my own way. Like, I'm perfectly capable of, you know, whipping out my credit card and doing yeah, what I need to do. And, absolutely. And that's why, you know, for this first date, I was like, okay, I'm going to buy my own coffee. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have He's like, right away, he's like, oh, you want me to buy you something? I was like, no, like, I got my chai tea latte here. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Don't buy me anything. <laughs> and then this date, oh, like I said, I'll try and make it, like, not rambling and long, but first things first the starbucks that we went to was right beside my work so obviously that's going to be a point of conversation oh where do you work oh right over next door yeah okay i was not paying attention to the fact that that could be creepy in the future because it ends up being creepy in the future it comes back to bite me in the ass (laughs) and we were walking and we were walking past this train station and there's a graveyard behind it and he's like you want to go to the graveyard?" just cute date things. And I was like, and I looked at him, I was like, oh no, superstitious. Like, I don't want to do that. in my head, I was like, okay, that's a red flag. Yeah. Like, you don't, most, (laughs) like, that's what I thought. Like, I don't want to get raped and murdered in this graveyard. Like, that's, that's strange. I mean, if I was, you know, into graveyards and I had made that prevalent during our conversations, I was like, hey, like, I have a, like, a thing for graveyards. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. But in yep. no way shape or form did i indicate <laughs> i wanted to go to a fucking graveyard that's such a weird thing especially for like the first date not even like the third or the fourth even the second like just the first date yeah and i was like okay no so we ended up walking around we were, i was like okay vanessa you're gonna stay public you stay in everyone's eye you know it wasn't dark yet. it was like july so it was like eight ish and the sun was still up and yeah I told my parents, I told my sister, I told three friends. I even, like, made this code mm-hmm. with one of my friends. I was like, if I need help, I'm going to send you a bunch of whales. I remember we, we did that a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it like, if it's like a fine. Need... It's a great idea. It is because, yeah. you know, it's probably a better idea to, like, talk to them about it in person because if you scroll yeah. through the text and it's like, oh, well, you send a whale, then I'm okay. Then, you know, yeah. a murderer could do that if that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. But it is something to have, like, kind of that safe word to be, like, help, help without me. saying help. Yeah yeah so I was like do I need to send the whales I was like it's okay <laughs> so we were walking around this neighborhood and we we were chatting for a bit and he was fine and you know no red more red flags were going on and then we walked to this neighborhood and there's like this boggy woodsy area that's kind of for joggers but you don't go there at night because mm-hmm. it's a little bridge over like this streamy pond thing yeah. and I'm like okay and it's kind of near a freeway kind of thing so it's not ideal to walk. (laughs) Yeah. I remember we were walking past, he's like, oh, you want to go walk there? And I just looked at him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Strike three's coming up soon. And I remember, I looked at him and I was like, um, no, there's too many mosquitoes. Like, I'm wearing a skirt. (laughs) Right? But then, obviously, now I'm getting a little... A little concerned. A little concerned. And before he asked me to go to this fucking fucking weird secluded bridge Mm -hmm. he's like oh do you work out i was like yeah i work out quite a bit over at you know the ymca over and whatever and he's like oh like i'm there too and i'm like um that's weird i've never seen you yeah i'm there like four or five maybe six days a week i don't i've never seen you there my guy like i go at different times (laughs) of the day like Maybe mm. I, yeah, mm, a little suspicious, <laughs> very sus. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're walking and I'm like, okay, you stay in public roads, you stay in neighborhoods, you don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways. And he's like, we're talking about comic book movies and all that. And that's fine. You know, I'm not like a super comic book person, but I do like like Dark Knight and all that stuff. Like For who doesn't sure. love Heath Ledger? Goddamn mm-hmm. angel. Yeah. And. He told me, and I have nothing against cosplaying, but the way he said it and how into the character he was cosplaying was very, (laughs) very disturbing. He was like, I dressed up as Joker, and I dyed my hair green because I loved Joker. I, like, connected with him, and I was like, are we talking about Heath Ledger's Joker that was a fucking psychopathic murderer? yeah even jared leto or lita whatever his name is yeah i i think anybody who like fantasizes about that or like you know is like gives off what like yeah i'm like run (laughs) and i remember just looking at him and i was like oh that's nice like that's cool (laughs) that you did that and immediately i was like i want to go back to my car (laughs) take what let's walk back and we were like a half we did like an hour and a half walk a long walk and i remember i was like fuck let's get i'm gonna get back to my car this is done Mm -hmm. this is not something i'm vibing with like i said no problem with cosplaying but when you're telling me that pretty much the joker is you is (laughs) i'm out sis like it's it's done and i remember i pulled the ultimate uno reverse card when Mm -hmm. he was like here's my number let's hang out again i was like oh I'm still working things out with my ex. <laughs> That's the best way. I love that. I mean, like I said, I've I don't... I've definitely used that before. Yeah. And it works yep. like a fucking charm. I did that, like, in September. We went to National. And this was, like, the weirdest thing. So, we went to National and 17th. So, you're just, you know, sitting down, chilling, doing nothing. And this was, like, obviously during COVID. Like I said, last September. And they had these, like sectioned off seats you know because obviously you have to have those protectors between tables yeah and this group of guys just sat at our table like we were just you know having a chat just us ladies and ew i know they just sat down like oh before they sat down their ringleader he like the ringleader (laughs) the (laughs) The herd master love it literally the cringiest thing i've ever heard in my life he walked over to our table crossed his arms and looked at us and he's like so ladies give me one good reason why you um i should give my number to you oh. <laughs> excuse me Wait, like i was flabbergasted like i just stood th- like well sat there looked at him and i'm like pardon me and my good friend kennedy god love her she's like excuse me and he kind of looked at her and she's like are you seriously asking why you came to our table and you're, like, begging for our attention and asking us to, like, compete for your attention? And he was like, oh, well, it was just kind of a joke. And she's like, that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. And anyways, him and his friend sat down. And he started talking to me. And, you know, I was still working things out with that guy from work. And, you know, I was at this point, I knew full well that it wasn't working out. Like, yeah. he never made things official. So, you know, like there's really i mean you can date around i'm a huge believer in that like as yeah. long as you're you know not official mm-hmm. and he just kind of made me uncomfortable It like, kind of gave off these creepy vibes yeah when you say shit like that is fucking creepy seriously so i brought up like sharks i was like i i love sharks and he's like wow <gasps> me too and i'm like Okay, and it had just happened to be, like, Shark Week, like, very recently, so I started talking about all the facts I knew about sharks, because I thought, like, how can I be as weird as possible, so he doesn't like me, and he doesn't, like, talk to me, and he was, like, into it, like... Oh, no. (laughs) He kept, like, trying to, like, impress me with these shark facts, and I'm like... Get out of here. Okay, well, I didn't, like... This isn't what I anticipated. This isn't what I thought would Mm -hmm. happen with this conversation, so he's like, can I can I take you out on a date sometime? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I'm kind of, like, in a relationship, kind of. Like, I don't know. I'll let you know if it doesn't work out. And he's like, okay, I, I'd really like that. I'm like, okay. Like, blocked and reported. Literally. <laughs> like, just some questionable things that guys do that they think is attractive is not. like not. this. Here's something that... I, I, I told my niece, and I tell all my friends, and it's something to live by. Desperation looks good on nobody. Amen. Nobody likes someone who is desperate. And yep. I could feel that towards the end of the date yep. with this Tinder guy. <laughs> that it was just kind of desperation in a way towards the yeah. end. I was like, I don't like this. Your vibe is <laughs> off. You tried to take me to two secluded areas in one day. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention he started showing up at my gym and watching me work out like work out near me i could have just be paranoid but that's so gross it's not ideal and i would not make eye contact i'm like i don't want to like associate or like give any signals for you to come talk to me yeah i don't want you to talk to me yeah and then i saw him twice at my work and i was actually getting really concerned at that point but then it's it's simmered down he fucking went away yeah Found his next victim. Oh, my <laughs> God. Maybe someone he can cosplay with, with, like, Harley Quinn and Joker. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not. But some things that guys do that, you know, they think is attractive, which is just a off, is like, one, don't fucking call me. I'm sure everyone Ugh. has had that uncomfortable thing being yeah. catcalled. Oh, my God. I don't know if I told you this when I was walking down 17th. Did I tell you about that? I think you did, but refresh my memory. I hate this story. So... The same night as this fucking guy that like sat at our table, we were walking back to my friend's apartment, down Seventeenth, and this fucking dude like he looked like a normal guy, you mm-hmm. know, like this bald forty-year-old man like dressed nicely, and I was wearing like one of those like teddy coats, like the furry yeah. coats, and I was wearing a plaid skirt, the same plaid skirt that I wear to work at the preschool, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was walking like opposite direction of us coming towards us and he starts like moaning and making these sexual noises. Like as we got closer and I was like, is this man okay? Like, you know how sometimes people have like, you know, like mental yeah um, 100%. problems and you just can't really tell by looking at them. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. And then as I got closer, he looks at me and he's like, do you seriously go in public dress like that? And I'm like, pardon? And he's like, how much dick have you sucked before in your life? Like, like, In that skirt, that's what he said, like, oh, how much dick have you sucked in that skirt? And I looked at him, and I was like, go fuck yourself, like, that's disgusting, like, that, I don't even know, like, what he was trying to accomplish by saying something like that, and, Probably just to degrade you, make you feel like shit. Seriously, my friend Kennedy, like, turned around and said something to him, but, like, and people all around us were, like, looking at him weird, and, like, making, they were, like, ew, dude, like, you're gross, like, (laughs) <laughs> people are just so disgusting well men <laughs> not all men but some men are just disgusting yeah the trash ones like that and that's yeah. that's not okay in any shape or form uh it's not funny it's no. it's it's perverse and it's scary it is scary like i kept looking over my shoulder as we kept walking because i'm like what is he gonna do like yeah i mean we're on a busy street like that is one of the busiest streets <laughs> where we are but you know yeah <laughs> um it just freaks me out like i'm like ew yeah no and, like I said, some people just need to understand that that kind of stuff is not okay to say to someone. And I just don't know, like, why anybody would say it in the first place. Yeah, and it's it just, it's it's not even funny. And no. it's not even normal. It's not normal behavior. He like, wasn't even laughing. Like, he meant it as, like, a serious comment. And I'm like, okay, I'm like... You know, not to bring, like, this into it, but name me a time a woman has ever said that to a man. Like, would you ever look at a man and be like, how much dick have you sucked in those pants? Like... Yeah. It's disturbing, and it's disturbing that people base your value off of what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so disturbing. Like, it doesn't matter what you're wearing... You're not asking for it. Yeah. And it just ties back into the last time I had you on the podcast of, you know, it starts at a young age with girls. Absolutely. Where it's like, you know, you got to dress this way or you're going to get yourself in trouble. Even in health class, like I could talk about this all day, how women are taught, oh, cover your drinks. Um, don't trust men. Uh, walk with your keys in between your fingers yep. like, to the parking lot or don't go alone at night. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nobody tells men, like, don't be a fucking asshole and rape women or assault women or do what you do. Like, yeah. I hate that. I hate that we're taught as a society that women should be scared and women should be doing this. And then we get made fun of for being scared. Like my mom, even she's like, you're so paranoid. Like, why don't you just take the train at night? And I'm like, cause I don't want to get murdered. Like, (laughs) yeah. And it's a, and it's a thing. Absolutely. They just discovered a sex trafficking ring here and exposed it. Oh wow. Like a month or two ago. It's insane. Wow. It's creepy. And I'm like, that's my biggest fear. being sex trafficked 100 percent. and then some people like you know i hate to say but your mom are like oh you're a little paranoid or i've heard people say that to me before i'm like hey i don't want to end up in a fucking dumpster like this is a win this is tying back into this whole pandemic with dating and it's Mm -hmm. a scary time because some people are desperate but they don't realize that they're desperate because it's Mm -hmm. a normal there's two kinds of desperations there's I know this may not make sense, but there's two kinds in my mind. There's desperation where you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. And then there's desperation where it's kind of just like, oh, my God, date me. Yeah. Just date. If that makes sense. Does yep. that make sense? Yeah. And I feel like people are desperate for this, in especially this time. It's just affection in any way they can get it. But, you know, some predators have been taking advantage of that during this pandemic. I and totally agree, yeah. posing as, you know, fake accounts and... You know, I know it's not in Canada, but I've heard stories in the UK where, you know, they get lured to walk at night late, and Mm -hmm. let's go back to my place, and I mean, that's kind of like the world now, but I feel like it's just kind of, like, exasperated. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean, you're just not getting the human contact that you were before. Like, I think you're totally right that people are taking advantage of your desperation. Like, before you know, you'd go to a club, you'd hang out, meet, talk to a couple of guys or girls, whatever, and, you know, you go home, and you're, like, okay, but now, like, you're, like, I know even for myself, I'm, like, I want a boyfriend, like, I'm so lonely, I would love to, like, have somebody to hang out with, but it's not to the point where I'm, like, I will date anything that walks, like, (laughs) you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. and I feel like there are some people that are so, like, just desperate and alone that they want that um, companionship Mm -hmm. and like you said there are people that will take advantage of that whereas before like I could go out and have a night uh, with my friends and you're socializing just with them and you're in an atmosphere full of people yeah and then you know you're like okay my social needs have been met for the day I can go home or whatever yeah and it's just a weird time because like you don't even know if you want to date because, like, well, do you have COVID? Like, who are you hanging around with? are you an (laughs) anti-masker? Oh, my God. That would just be a requirement. Like, okay, if we're going to talk, you got to answer three questions. One of them is, are you an anti-masker? If you are, bye. Unsign up. Stop talking to me. (laughs) And, you know, you contemplate. Like, I've been contemplating. I'm like, oh, do I want to, like, do a dating app? Like, do I want to do this? But then Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, how are you going to meet up with this person or talk Mm -hmm. to them or are you going to be paranoid? Like you're going to have to wear a mask. And it's just the whole field of dating has completely changed during this pandemic. You know, I have also had that thought where I'm like, Oh, I should get on like a dating app. And just this weekend, like, um, we were chatting and one of my friends, she just started seeing this guy like through I think Bumble or hinge or something like that. Yeah. And you know, he's so attractive. They are into the same things. Like he seems like a normal person. And I was talking to, you know, my friend Kennedy again, where I was like, oh, my God, like, I feel like I should go on this app. And she's like, no, girl, you don't want to do that. Like, she had a friend who went on the same app and got matched with this dude. And it turned out he was a police officer and he wanted to reenact his rape fantasies with her. And, like, I was just like, girl, that is like horrific yeah like so horrific and i know from my own experience on dating apps i'm like no like this just i'd rather meet somebody organically but how do you do that during a pandemic that's like the catch-22 there Mm -hmm. and i think in general you know dating apps have a weird rap not a bad one just a Mm -hmm. weird one because you know I, i I was in that same boat, too, where I was like, I'm going to meet all these fucking weirdos. And of course you are. You're going to have to filter through them. But I think it's kind of the same thing in real life, too. Yeah. Where you go to the bar and you're talking to this guy who seems normal. And then two dates in, you realize, like, he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, totally. Um And I think there's pros and cons to both. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, a pro for, like, online dating, if you're safe about it, you know, don't give out personal information i know like i sound like a fucking pamphlet here but it's true (laughs) yeah like it's so easy to just delete them Mm -hmm. and block them or get rid of them and not talk to them anymore but that's another thing where it's it's just so complicated Mm -hmm. and especially now like we were talking about it's just heightened during this pandemic of course and it just makes you question you're like oh am i gonna be alone the rest (laughs) of my life because i can't meet anyone because i've been like very, very introverted these last like few weeks, few months. And I'm just like, okay, where are my sweatpants? Yep. Literally me today. (laughs) Yeah. Where's my sweater? (laughs) Yep. Let's have a binge fest on some TV show. And I'm like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of unhealthy. And that's where you go back to that thought where it's like, well, should I try the dating app and just chat with people? Because I think that's what, touching back on what you said, just being able to go out to the bar and just talk to people Mm -hmm. is something that's such like such a big effect on people i know it's, of course and you, you don't realize it no you don't realize well, that And it's a sense of validation too like i know for myself during the pandemic i'm like oh have i been gaining weight like have i am i as pretty as i was before because you know like i think you could you either go like one of two ways like i went through a phase where i'm like my skincare is everything like i need to be taking care of my skin and then I like more recently, I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna drink vitamin waters and eat Nutella all day. Like, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Getting that validation that like yes you're still hot I'm like okay I feel better about myself now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's fine too. And people sometimes want to shame that or condemn that, but it's like everyone looks for that. Yeah, in You'd different be lying ways. you to yourself if you're like oh it doesn't yeah. feel good to have a compliment like it does. And like in, in I don't know if, I think there's like some scientific thing behind it where it releases like an endorphins. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm think, not a yeah. fucking doctor. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just that normal human interaction. I feel like it's really hard for people who are kind of younger, like around our age, you know, like in our early twenties, mm-hmm. you know, later teens, it's it's kind of affecting how you socialize even yeah. more so, you know, yeah. if you want to factor in social media as well, and that how it, that affects everything. Oh yeah. Amazing. And then <laughs> turning it into a world where it's, you meet someone online and that's how you only communicate. It's weird. Mm. It's, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. You know? And then I get, I'm, I'm that kind of person too, where I'm like, I'm like I want to meet someone organically, but sometimes mm-hmm. it just is not in the deck of the cards, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just such a weird I keep saying weird time, but it's so true. It is a weird time.
1: <laughs> we and don't
0: like it. No, we don't like it. We're not here for it. We're ready to skip past it and we're ready for 2022 because at this point who knows what's going to happen later in this year? Oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> like I want to go back to school. I think that's yeah. like my main problem is I want to go sit in a classroom. Because I'm paying, like I said, in one of my other podcasts, I'm paying full fucking tuition. And I would yeah. like to go sit in my class. Yeah. I, You know what? I haven't even minded the online classes. I think, for me, it's that socialization with other people, like, at the bar and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I used to go out, like, every weekend, every second weekend, just, you know, even if it was to a restaurant for dinner with my friends. Which, like, I know it adds up and everything. But yeah. It's just such a nice thing that I found was necessary for myself Mm -hmm. to get that social interaction. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good for the week and then I'll recharge (laughs) for the weekend. Yeah. But even just having friends over to your house and hanging out and, you know, just having a girls night or something like that's huge too. Yeah. And saying back to what I was saying earlier, when you have all those things stripped away from you, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a shock it's hard you know and at the first beginning you're like oh like this is kind of fun like i have all this free time i don't have to go to work i don't have to do this like my class is online i can just stay in my room yeah and then months trickle by like we're february 2021 mm-hmm. like this time last year i get snapchat memories of when i was at work like talking with my friend co-workers yeah yeah and then now it's just i'm at home not working yeah and it's weird well, that's hard, too, is being out of work. Mm-hmm. Like, I I have two jobs, and I'm only working one right now, and it's, like, a three-hour thing three days a week. So, like, that's good for interactions and stuff, but it's so weird to me. Like, especially working in a bar where it's so busy, you're usually there for, like, at least five or six hours. Yeah. And you're talking to people. Like, I found that's a huge thing. Like, as much as you, everybody complains about their work once in a while... Yeah. But, you know, like, that's... It's socialization. Very, very Mm -hmm. social... Very much, excuse me, socialization. Mm -hmm. And then you miss that. Like, I miss going to work and, like, laughing and chatting with my friends around me. And then now it's kind of just, like, I don't even talk to them. Yeah. I mean, of course, they're work friends, and I understand that. But it's just... It's weird just being so isolated. So that's why it's nice to do this podcast and, like, have friends come and chat and everything because yeah. it's very like stress relieving. I'm like oh it's therapeutic. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very different like Snapchatting and FaceTiming timing or face calling someone and everything yeah. and when you see him in person you're like Oh, hey, look at you. Like, you're an actual visible 3D <laughs> object, like, right in front of me. I can see you. You're not just a figment of my imagination. <laughs> oh, my God. And then it's just this whole disconnect from... The, now we're going down, like, the mental health realm yeah. of COVID <laughs> and the effects of everything. And and just ties back into, like, wanting the gyms open again. Yeah. You know, like, I want to be able to get out besides just going to the grocery store. but I underst- And it's so difficult because... Mm-hmm. You want to go out, but you don't want to catch COVID and you don't want to get COVID to any, give COVID to anyone else. Mm and You're just trapped in this fucking endless bullshit. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And it's not fun. So I think that's like our point of contingency. Mm -hmm. Or not contingency. Our point here of this podcast we're mainly talking about for the last whatever is just how difficult it is Mm -hmm. now. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. And... I think it's unfortunate, too, because your 20s is supposed to be when you're having fun. Yeah. Like, you're doing the things that you want and, you know, experimenting in, like, the dating world and, you know, discovering who you are. And it's, like, how do I find out who I am living in my childhood bedroom? Yeah. Um, not seeing anybody and... Because everything's put yeah. on hold. Like, all the things that you wanted to do, all the money you wanted to save, all the plans that you had. Like, I had mm-hmm. plans for this year. I had yeah. plans for the summer. and Me then. Too everything just gets flipped on its head you're like well you can't do that like I wanted to go to Ireland this summer and I'm like yeah. well that's, not, that's happening. not happening like I for my 21st birthday I was like oh I'm gonna go to Vegas yeah with my mom and some friends and like that didn't end up ha- happening obviously because like I'm sure the strip is just a cesspool of oh my disgustingness God. especially because it only closed for like a week or two or something like that like they had it open pretty much the whole time and I was so disappointed, like, I literally spent my 21st birthday alone watching Star Wars at, like, midnight while I was doing a homework assignment, and I'm like, this is great. Happy birthday (laughs) to me! And I couldn't have people over. Yeah. Because it was during the lockdown, like, in November, late November, they're like, oh yeah, no friends, no family. So we had to celebrate my birthday, like, a week before it was. Just i remember so I that yeah over yeah because yeah your birthday is before mine and i remember mine was like a day or two before we fully shut down so i got to go out and it was nice and eat with my family and everything uh, but i just feel bad for people i know there's bigger things going on in the world right of now course. But, like your birthday is your birthday yeah you know it's like your day and then you well, especially at, like 21 like that's such a big deal like well, at least in the States, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love visiting there. Like, Well, some places. I, yeah. like, I love California. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. The one state out of, you know, 50. Yeah. There's not much else there. I feel like that's an interesting thing, too, is, like, I feel like there's certain parts in the States that I would never go to. and there's I would like, never go back to Florida. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, Florida, but yeah. you're kind of the the armpit of the states. (laughs) I mean, no offense, because I know I have some Florida people who listen. So God bless the ones who are listening now. But there's just some places that I wouldn't, I have no desire to go to. I think the only places I, the only place I'd really want to go to, like, I want to go to Hawaii. Like, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'd be down for Hawaii. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, maybe like, you know, this like December 2021 or like, january maybe i'll do hawaii but who knows and that's mm-hmm. the question is like no one can predict what what the world's gonna look like this time next year everyone's like oh hopefully we'll go back to normal and everything will be vaccinated but it's never gonna go back no i was just gonna say you will never go back to normal mm-hmm. like i don't know what the new reality will look like but it's not gonna be how it was no not and at you all know what i honestly think some of that will be for the better yeah you know like when i was working at my retail job we were actually cleaning things. Like, we never wipe down those counters. Yeah. We never clean out those fitting rooms. We never wipe the handles of the fitting rooms. And we get kids in there, and those kids can do some nasty things to so those fitting rooms. Like, we yep. had people leave, like, soiled diapers oh in fitting God. rooms. Yeah. And all we do is take it and throw it in the garbage. We don't wipe down the, the thing. Oh nothing. My God. It's disgusting. And I've been a huge advocate for this i'm like well we should be cleaning this yeah this should be a thing and even the dentist like they're wearing face shields and masks yeah so they're doing double protection Mm -hmm. and i had a conversation with my hygienist where she was like you know i think we should have been doing this way before because she was telling me something i never thought about where when they have patients with aids or hiv they're like you can get that through saliva yeah. And they're, like, touching their mouths and, like, hands in their mouths. And she's like, I wish that we would have been having this protection. Because, you know, sometimes when you they spray the water in your mouth, like, I'm sure that you have some spit that comes up or just yeah. something, you know. Like, I would feel much more secure in her position having <laughs> that protection than yeah. not. It's definitely changed the way we look at public health. Yeah. And how to not also take it for granted. I took it for granted. I think Me everyone too. did. I never realized how nasty people are yeah until this pandemic yeah like even I think it was Subway like I I don't know why I just think of that brand but they posted something I think it was them about how they were going to start wiping down their counters every hour and I'm like you don't already do that you're a food place it's a food place like that's disgusting and I don't know like I just think that's gross and I'm glad that we have certain procedures in place now and i hope that they stay yeah i 100% agree and if you think about it like our transit here where we live is a cesspool atrocious it's just filthy yeah and i remember you know we don't have we used to have leather seats for transit like for buses and whatever and they went to um vinyl polyester kind of seats and i'm like hey okay, the leather seats may be more expensive or cost more to fix but like you can spray it down super easily mm-hmm. but those fucking disgusting polyester seats yeah especially in the buses yeah the trains are have, fine like, the 80s print yeah and they stink yeah and you have to sit there yeah <laughs> it's disgusting yeah. i hate it And towards the end, not towards the end, towards the beginning of this fucking pandemic, Mm -hmm. I remember when I was riding the bus before universities and everything shut down. And I was turning into that bitch who would sit on the outside Mm. because I didn't want someone to sit beside me. Yeah. And sorry to anyone out there who, of course, if the bus is full, I will move over. Mm -hmm. But if it's not full. Then, you know, find your seat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm telling you, fucking, some things better stay, and I think keeping, like, public transit clean is one of them, and even, like, Mm -hmm. if you think about how, like, you were saying, like, how well things are getting sanitized now than they were before, like, I hope that stays too. Yeah, because I just, I don't know, I think that's disgusting, Mm -hmm. that people aren't cleaning that stuff down, like, um, I know they did a study on shopping carts, like, my grandma told me about this, and they found, like, fecal matter on shopping carts because like you know if there's a mom or a dad who have just changed their baby and they don't wash their hands or I don't know for whatever reason but I just think that's so disgusting because then you think about the places that you touch and you're like okay I touched the shopping cart then I pick up this cereal and I look at it and I'm like oh I don't want to buy it so I put it back on the shelf and then somebody else buys it yeah and you're just you're touching like a million things, like. I'm that person when I go to a store and there's, like, a fuzzy blanket. I'm like, ooh, I have to feel this. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I get that 100%. I get what you're saying. And you just, I haven't really thought about that until the pandemic when you think about how much stuff you touch. Yeah. And it's gross. Mm-hmm. And that you bring home with you. hmm You know? And, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't wash down my granola box when I... <laughs> come home yeah no i mean at the beginning can't. oh my god i couldn't even speak what is that? was that even fucking english <laughs> hello what the fuck was that? all my words just came out in like a big old fat heap at once <laughs> love that god let me try again at the beginning of the pandemic i was kind of with my sister when we would sanitize our stuff down but now <laughs> i'm at the point where it's like it's tedious. I can't do all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't get every single spot. Mm-hmm. You know, there's... I used to wash my fruit, of course, before I ate it like apples and oranges. But now I'm... Those are things that I wash a little more. Because when you hand pick them... Yeah. Like... Me too. Has your hand been in the crack of your ass? I didn't realize that people don't wash that. Like, I thought it was just a common practice that everybody washed their fruits and vegetables. But I was talking to one of my school friends and she's like, Yeah, my roommate doesn't wash, wash her veg- vegetables. <gasps> I'm like... Pardon me? Like, do you know the pesticides and stuff that's on that? That's fucking gross. Not to mention if it's fallen on the floor. Oh my god, you see that all the time. And I remember as a kid, whenever I saw something that was fallen on the ground, I just pick it up and put it back. And I don't really know what employees do at grocery stores if they see, like, an apple on the ground and it's not too damaged if they just put it back. Yeah. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do either. And I don't trust it because there have been several times where, like, um, I'm trying to think of something, like, I don't know. A watermelon where you pick it up and you like knock on it to see if it sounds good and yep. you like oh no I don't want that one you put it down and you go through like 50 of them yep like how do you know somebody's grubby little hands hasn't been on that I just think people like rubbing their at like picking their butt and then yeah. touching everything yeah Ugh. and Ugh. you know that there are people who do that yeah and they'll just do it and they'll just touch it and you're like I don't want to eat your shit yeah Thank you, you, but no, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna politely decline on that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna say no. No thanks. No. But yeah, I totally agree. Like I, I just never realized how gross people are. Mm-hmm. It's astounding. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can put those gross people in the categories, tying back into what we we're saying about anti-maskers. Mm-hmm. Y'all can be gross together. Mm-hmm. Let us not be gross. Yep. <laughs> don't put me in that category. <laughs> yeah. Don't expose me to your nastiness. <laughs> it's gross. It's actually gross, but it's, yeah, I don't know. That spread is crazy mm-hmm. how everything, like, you just, I never re- realized how much I touch things. 100%. Now. Even, like, going to school and, ugh, I remember I would only touch the train rails to, like, hold on if I was wearing gloves. I would not touch yeah, anything. or if you, like, pull your sleeve <clears throat> over, that's what I would do, too. I don't like pulling my sleeve over because, like, you might rub your face. With your sleeve, or like cough into oh, your sleeve, so I'm like, see, I didn't think about that. Now mm-hmm. you got me second guessing that. Ew. Well, obviously you're fine now because I don't think you've ridden transit. I haven't ridden it for like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, a long ass time, and I don't miss it. But, like even at the preschool, I was so disgusted. So like, um, the teacher, she pulled out like every morning, she gets the kids to spell out their name and say when their birthday is so she was talking to this one kid and she's holding out like his little place card so you can see it and he's reading out his name and then he just sneezed in her face (gasps) like because you know they're four so they don't really know how to cover their faces yet or like some of them can't figure it out or whatever but he just sneezed in her face and i looked at her and she looked at me and she was just like oh my god and i'm like ew like That's disgusting. That is so disgusting, and especially with four-year-olds, like you have no idea where that mouth has been. Like there's a girl in the class who just she'll suck on her lunch bag. She'll when we were going to the gym, she would lick the railings of the gym and like yeah, you told me about this girl. Just it's it's gross. Like but they're four. Yeah. But it's gross. (laughs) Yeah, no, like, I don't know how I react to seeing a child going around licking things. It's gross, and, like, you say to her, you're like, oh, please don't do that, and then she thinks it's funny in a game, and she won't stop doing it until you look away. It's really disturbing. (laughs) Like, I even tried, like, my stern mom voice, and it it just doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. I wonder if her parents... I hope her parents are aware that she's putting her mouth on everything. There's no way that they don't know, because she does it so often... But it's like you would be—you'd have to be blind. I mean, her immune system must be absolutely fucking amazing <laughs> at this point. Kudos to that. Yeah. <laughs> I could never. I literally could never. No. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really puts thing. Really puts public health and oh. cleaning into perspective. I. Oh my god. This just like brought back this memory. Perfect. So my mom, her boyfriend, and I went to um, like Bragg Creek for mm. just a little trip during the day, and we were walking down like they're they have, like this little kind of main strip area and it's i mean nothing fancy it's a small little backwater <laughs> yeah. place but um there was this restaurant and mm-hmm. they have windows you can look in and oh my gosh so we're walking on the outside and there's this kid and you know like those open signs and it has like your hours on there they're like neon yep. signs yep he was licking up and down the cord this was literally in december
1: like fucking licking disgusting
0: up and down the cord and i stopped and i pointed at him and i was like that's disgusting oh my god and that's, his parents me feel were like gross. looking at him and they just didn't care and i'm like that's one of the most revolting things i've ever seen like i've seen videos of that before where like oh. kids are like licking things that they shouldn't be licking. No. but like especially now disgusting Disgusten. Disgusten. I can't do that accent any justice, but... No, neither can I. It just makes me glad that I can stay at home and entertain myself, but... You know, I used to entertain myself, you know, watching, like, the YouTube community, and I think mm-hmm. i have kind of, like... Because you and I both watched the beauty guru community. We did, yeah. Yeah. I've and definitely pulled away from that. <laughs> Amen, because it's toxic as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. kind of wanted to touch on this a little bit, because it's something... It just irritates me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know if you're aware, and I'm sure a lot of people have talked about it and talked about it in more intricate, detailed, intelligent ways, but I'm just mm-hmm. going to vent how I feel. All right. I fucking hate this Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson, Trisha thing. I'm like, oh, I couldn't even oh, tell you what's God. going on with that. Like, I know that they're fighting, but I don't even really know what it is. You know, because it just made me really go like the final straw for the beauty community because like I said you and I used to watch it all the time we liked you know Shane's series and everything oh my god yeah I literally bought the conspiracy palette yep. because of that series mm-hmm. I made I'm like oh this is so cool I'm a part of history and no oh my I god. Yeah. never use it <laughs> and I'll just summarize it for you mm-hmm. pretty much Shane has been backstabbing his best friend of 12 years oh okay you did say that and all of that stuff but isn't she a racist Trisha's fucked up in her own right. Okay. Like, that that's what I mean. That okay. whole fucking side <laughs> of YouTube is just uh-huh. fucked. Okay. It's just so fucked. And I just wanted to touch on it real quick, but it was something that was, like, floating around in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. We've definitely talked about a wide range of topics today. Yes. But that was something, because I was leaning back and I was looking, I was like, oh, there's my Jeffree Star Morphe palette. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> Jeffree's not even <laughs> sold in yeah. Morphe or Sephora anymore, like. Mm. 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 and it's just kind of sad that when you watch someone or listen to someone you kind of feel like you know them in a way yeah and then when they actually turn out to be a fucking crock of shit you're like oh you just it's a sense of betrayal i totally know what you mean like i remember we were on this family vacation and i was like a huge um five seconds of summer fan Mm -hmm. like obsessed and Mm -hmm. you know i still like them i'll say it But, um, there was this article that came out, the infamous Rolling Stone article. Oh, no. And I just, it was just about how, like, they were doing drugs and fucking, like, all these girls and, like, all this stuff, and I remember reading it, and I literally cried. Like, I was sitting, like, in the sun, eating my breakfast, and I just started crying reading this article, and I'm like, I've been betrayed by these people I've never met before in my life. Like, I... (laughs) It was so crazy, like, that feeling you get because it's a connection where you're like, yeah. oh, I know these people. Like, 100%. I know everything about them. Yeah. And then you can't even, like, go back and watch their stuff. Like, I'm, I'm sure you still listen to Five Seconds of Summer, their songs. Yep. But, like, I can't even go back and watch any of the old stuff that I like, like the Shane Jeffrey series because mm-hmm. I'm like, um. And the reason why I think I wanted to touch on that really quick is, like, I feel like people have so much time on their hands now. Oh, my God. Yes. To dig up anything and everything on people and sure, hold people accountable. But it's just even when I started this podcast, I was really nervous because I was like, well, I don't want to say something stupid that's going to end up getting me in trouble. Mm -hmm. But there's like tears of that. You know, know I I would even go so far as to say, like, you know, there's certain things where I'm like, yeah, that's a line that you shouldn't cross. But for example, I was on TikTok last night and I saw this TikTok of a woman saying that it's racist to have curly and or wavy hair. So if you're white and you have curly or wavy hair, you should straighten it because it's racist. And I know that that's a minority speaking... But the fact that it was even said at all is insane to me. Because, you know, I totally agree with cultural appropriation. There are certain things that people do that I totally agree. Like, you know, getting injections Mm -hmm. in your lips. That's a black feature Mm -hmm. that people are trying to copy. And, you know, like, I'm obviously... Well, (laughs) I shouldn't say I'm not. I'm obviously, but I'm not a person of color. So I can't Mm -hmm. really say what's offensive and not. And I listen when people say stuff like that. But when it, something like that is natural to you, yeah. that don't make sense to me. Like, you're telling me that my natural hair, which I guess is how they feel, you know? Like, um, the I know African-American hairstyles are strongly discouraged in workplaces. Yeah. And, you know, I think white people having dreadlocks is not okay. I think that yeah. kind of stuff, like, no, that shouldn't be a thing. Because mm-hmm. that's a cultural symbol that yeah. you're stealing from and you're copying because you think it's a cool haircut like yeah no but and it just it's interesting i like how we're coming full circle and kind of covering all these different topics now mm-hmm. you know towards the end is like it ties back in to the whole kardashian clan like and what they and they use black culture they for their steal benefit black culture all the time and i read something that somebody said where it's okay to you know like like big lips or mm-hmm. like having like a tan, as long as you're not doing blackface, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you have to advocate for black people when it's time to like speak up. Yeah. You know, like advocate for Black Lives Matter. Don't mm-hmm. just stand by. Like Kylie Jenner literally had to be bullied into supporting the Black Lives Matter yep. protest. Like, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, but I definitely was aware to, of that. Yeah, She refused to post anything about it until people on the internet bullied her to do so. And it's like, what's wrong with you? And people idolize these, these fucking crew, like the fucking clan whatever the fuck yeah, you want to call I, it. I heard people call them the KKK. I was like, damn, y'all. Oh, <laughs> shit. That is some intense shit. Yeah. But, like, honestly, like, you're, you're, you're doing that to yourself because you're not doing anything to help anybody. Like, Kylie's mm-hmm. like, I don't give a fuck. You know, you can even tie it back into Jeffrey. Like, they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They're making their millions and they're – you could even say that they're tricking Kylie – Fucking cosmetics, yeah, was a shit show and is a shit show, mm-hmm. and her whole lying and her whole just her skincare. Oh my <laughs> fucking god! Yeah. I remember when that fucking video came out of yeah. her washing her face, and I was like, obviously a bitch has never had acne because that's yeah. not what you do. Yeah, and it just reminds me of when Kim got. Um, her hairstyle, and mm-hmm. she tried to name it something else. Or if I'm correct, is that what happened? Where she, where she had those? I think they're called box braids. Yeah, I think so. And, and everyone, and everyone's accusing Kim of making her skin darker in all of her photo shoots I'm like, it's just exhausting. Like, yeah. And how they benefit from black culture, but they don't give anything back. Exactly. To, and I think, you know, for Kylie and whoever how many of the other sisters i think for them being married to someone who's black is kind of like well you know look at me i i'm i am married to someone of color so i can do a b and c yeah it's totally. okay like i i have a pass. i'm i'm black because i'm married yeah. to you know this person yeah it's okay for me to steal these because i'm dating somebody that's black or i have black children or yeah something and I, it's not like that's not okay <laughs> <laughs> and it just makes you look at it and go your behavior's gross why are people filling your fucking pockets with money yeah it's definitely made me reevaluate things too like Mm -hmm. when you see people do stuff like that it's like hmm yeah i'm not supporting you anymore that's gross no and then we can you know we could even talk about this another time i'm sure you want to come back on this podcast always always. because it's really fun having me here and we dive to be here we dive into some good shit we do yeah and we could even talk about this some other time when you come on but The whole toxic world of celebrities in general, and how Mm. you know Kim Kardashian gotten a lot of shit for promoting these diet suppressing lollipops and oh, and like the like the slimming yeah, and just shit like that, and people eat it up because you know even tying back to how we briefly, very briefly, because I don't want this podcast to be talking about bullshit YouTubers, but just touched (laughs) on how toxic it is to kind of fall into that world yeah and let these fucking people who think they know everything or just want to make a quick buck yeah they try They you. take advantage of you and that's just the facts of it like yeah if you think kim kardashian eats those lollipops every fucking day you're wrong she has personal trainers mm-hmm. she has personal cooks yeah like she has it all yeah to be skinny and to be healthy you know and she's got a plastic surgeon but she admits speed to it, dial. so will give her kudos for that. Yeah, and then fucking Kylie's turned out. And then, what? which sister is it? Chloe or Courtney? I think it's Chloe. Who's just like, oh, yeah, I just have a different face. Oh, yeah. After she posted that Instagram photo, I think it was... I can't remember if it was England or Ireland. They banned having too much um, filter over your face. Really? Yeah. Why? I, that's what I read. Because they were like, it's a complete mislead like that's catfishing to a whole nother level because Fuck. it's you but you've altered your face so much that it doesn't look like you like i'm pretty sure i read that oh my god i, might have I mean i would details wrong but like <laughs> i mean i feel like that's something that's so true you look at all these influencers and people who like i said you know you gotta do what you gotta do to have self-confidence but it's like you you're idolizing like people some girls i hope no one Idolizes this bitch anymore, Tana mongo or Mojo. Oh yeah, I never really liked. Oh her. my god, I don't understand that. No, I really, really don't understand yeah. because you know she's like, yeah, you know, i will space shooting everything. I'm like, well, even this, like Charlie D'Amelio. Oh you god, know, she's I hate to her followers, and she's like wear a mask don't see your friends like you need to be following the rules and everything like okay yeah that makes sense like if i had a platform i'd be saying that too but then she films these collaborations with like six other tiktokers or she just went on vacation to the bahamas and it's like how why are you not practicing what you what you preach and people look up to her and young kids because she's like what 18 17 something like that she's pretty young That's your obviously her like following is very is younger than she is, right? So that's just it's shocking to me. Yep, that people do that. And I don't know if anyone's gonna get mad at me for saying this or jump down my throat. I don't care. This is my podcast. Give it. Yep, (laughs) if you don't like it, it. don't listen. A men, (laughs) I hate all of those tiktokers i don't like the hype house i don't like the Demilio's. i don't like any of them i think they're toxic as fuck mm-hmm. and i think people are just promoting rich white kids like that's all she fucking is yeah it, now i'm going on a tangent it yeah. just fucking irritates me that you're allowed to go hop on a fucking plane with your friends and your sister's boyfriend or your boyfriend or whatever the fuck and you get to escape from this shit hole well everyone yeah. else stays here same thing that's tying back into fucking Kylie Jenner. Mm -hmm. That bitch gets to, like, jump on her fucking private plane, and when I think it was California, LA, whatever the fuck, was put on a lockdown, like, you can't leave.
1: She was going on the fucking
0: bunny slopes and taking her fucking kids skiing. I'm like, fuck you. I'm cursing a lot right now, but you just, like, (laughs) You just flipped a switch. Yeah. That fucking pisses me off about half of these influencers is yeah. that they preach bullshit. And we could even, I know this is old tea, but nonetheless, folks, it is tea. Mm-hmm. When they're all fucking partying and having these yeah. anti mass parties and Jake Paul having this, this weird oh, digger gross. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking irritating yeah. that people watch them and like their shit and fill their pockets so they can do stuff like that. Yeah. Well, like That's I was showing my, saw my mom Charlie D'Amelio last night, and I she's like I don't know who that is, and I'm like well let me show you. She has over a hundred million followers on TikTok, or uh, yeah, hundred million followers on TikTok, and we scrolled through one of her videos. I'm like this is this video of hers has like 37 million views, and it's her. She's like this is what I do in a day, and she's like okay, so um, I wake up and um. I have my morning coffee and then I do my homework and I have some meetings for work and then I have dinner and then I go to bed 37 million views I'm like are you fucking kidding me like I don't know maybe people are genuinely curious like what she does in a day but that seems insane for me I am just flabbergasted (laughs) yeah it's a lot Thirty-seven million views to watch some rich girl talk about her rich lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, I to an extent, sure, I get the appeal of influencers. There's always someone you're gonna look up to, of always course. someone that you're gonna. But like, fuck, they're so irritating. Well, even like, I don't know if you know Nikki tutorials. Like, I started yeah. watching her, um, like a couple of years ago, and I really like her. Like, I think she's very positive. But one thing that she did, like, I think it was this week, that made me so upset was she posted a video and it was titled something to the effect of, like, I can't stay silent anymore. I have to speak about James Charles. And I was like, all right, I'm a mm-hmm. little interested. Here because we go. James Charles and her are friends. And he is one of those infamous TikTokers that's, like, involved with the Hype House. And yep. he's been filming videos with other people. Like, Multiple people and not following the guidelines, but telling people that they have to, but he's exempt because he's a celebrity. Yeah, so I thought that she would be talking about that. And I didn't actually watch the video to be fair, but I read the comments, and people were like, This is complete clickbait. Like, she doesn't actually hold him accountable for anything. Like, she just said something like, I guess she sent him a makeup video look, and she was like, Oh, you should do this look in your next video. And he didn't do it, so she was like, I'll do it myself, and she did it herself and posted a video about it, and that's what it was, and people were so disappointed, because they're like, why aren't you holding him accountable? Yeah. Like, he's your friend, you should be saying something, and she's like a an ambassador for the UN, too, so. Fuck, and she's and not- And she didn't say anything, so it's like, you know what, if you choose to keep your silence on things, that's fine. But when you use a clickbait title like that, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh yeah, I, I can't be quiet anymore, like, this has to be talked about, and then you talk about something so insignificant as that, yeah, Some it's bullshit. really disappointing. And it's just, it's so gross that, mm-hmm. you know, the Kylie Jenners and the TikTokers, the D'Amelio's, the Hypehousers, the yeah. whoever the fuck is put on this pedestal is not held accountable. Yeah, like, I don't know you where the accountability goes. You can't fucking pick and choose. And I feel like there's so much pressure on, like, just normal people, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. um, you need to use reusable straws. You need to use less plastic. Yeah. You need to stop buying tubed toothpaste and buy, like, those little capsules. Mm -hmm. But then, like, these celebrities can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. It sucks. Like... It's just fucking hypocritical. Because it's, like, it's strange that we put these kind of... And, you know, over the last year and a half, I've really been thinking about this a lot, considering how many celebrities have, you know, disappointed me, where I'm like, wow, you think you're above everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of this feeling where it's like, why are you on a fucking pedestal? Mm-hmm. Why are we giving you that platform to behave totally. this way? Like, you're not a fucking above anybody. And mm-hmm. it, it also ties into, you could even argue it's the same thing that was going on with Trump, like, oh, I think I'm above everybody. Yeah, yeah. And it's just gross, and it's fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. And I really hate it when these celebrities aren't... It's when they're hypocritical, you know? Oh, fuck yeah. That's a good way of putting it. It's one thing if, you know, they're just being irresponsible and doing their thing. But when they're, like, preaching to their young audience that, you know, like, you need to stay away. Or you're a bad person. Or you're a bad person for going out in public. And then filming these videos because they know they'll get, like, a million dollars just from filming one TikTok. It's hypocritical and it's not fair 100 and i'm not you know for bullying or anything or online bullying or harassment especially of a minor but everyone acts so surprised when you know that whole thing i remember that happened with you know charlie where she's like a hundred million i want a hundred million followers oh, yeah yeah and i was like the first thing that came to mind i was like don't be a brat yeah. But that's what she is. I'm. I'm. Well, I just heard about this. So I didn't actually see this, but I heard about it on another TikTok. I don't know if you did, but you know Charlie XCX? Yeah. So apparently one of her good friends just passed away. So there was like this trend going on Twitter where it was like, we're here for you, Charlie, kind of thing. And oh, no. Miss D'Amelio went on Twitter and she was like, Oh, I just went through the tag and I'm so happy to see that you guys are so supportive of me. Thank you so much. Even though it had nothing to do with her. Like, it was about another celebrity and the death of her friend. Like, clearly she did not go through this tag and read things because it would have been made quite apparent. That it was about somebody else and just, a totally different topic. That literally just proves her head's too big for her body. If it's she thinks so that the cringy. world, like, I know that you make honest mistakes, like yeah. everybody does, but that I was like, girl, <laughs> that's why that's bad. <laughs> and like, you know, we could go into a rant about celebrities. We could do that more than we have already. Like the celebrities who were given that extra push in life that didn't come from nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're talking about the Kylie Jenners and the Taylor Swifts of the world and mm-hmm. and the D'Amelios of the world. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I don't even really like Taylor Swift, but mm-hmm. I'll say it. She does have talent. She yeah. has paved her way through the world. Mm-hmm. She's done something. Whereas I feel like, you know, Kylie Jenner, like making a makeup company. That's I, shit. I feel like that's fun. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying that like singing isn't fun, but singing takes like a lot of like talent and work. Yeah, dedication. I feel like a monkey could make a a makeup company. Better than Kylie Jenner. I'm not saying that I'm an expert on that. Like, it might be a lot more complicated than I think it is. But from what I saw in the Shane Dawson documentary, (laughs) it doesn't look like it's, you know, like, that difficult. Yeah, and... You just see money. It's not difficult to put out a good product. And she was Mm -hmm. putting out, like, ridiculous garbage fest Mm -hmm. bullshit. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Wow. This has been a wonderful podcast <laughs> i truly we enjoyed it dived into so much shit Yep. um i feel like my little two cents on the influencers might have been a little random considering mm-hmm. the themes or whatever we were talking about this episode but it was this just something your podcast thank you i don't know if you like ever watched the trixie and katya no videos they have like their own like I don't know they make like a YouTube series but one of the things that they say is like well this is our video and not yours so we talk about yeah, whatever amen. we want and I'm like amen to that like and it was just something that was trickling at the back of my mind it's not something I want to exhaust on this podcast I don't want to waste my fucking breath about YouTube <laughs> bullshit them more platform than they have. oh my <laughs> god like I just hate all of them I was like done one and done like it's been done for a long time, but this mm-hmm. was, like, the sufficient nail in the coffin. I mean, it's fucking exhausting. Yeah. But it's really fun to talk about shit like this and talk Absolutely. about the pandemic. And I hope no one's, you know, getting bored with this pandemic talk. But it's something that is affecting our lives currently. I feel like it's, like, something new every time, though. It's not yeah. just, like, harping on the same... Issue. ...COVID thing. It's like, oh, this is a different one this week. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's kind of important to, like, talk about these things because I feel like after I have podcast sessions with friends, we talk about issues like this or Mm -hmm. themes like this or whatever's on our mind, tea and whatever. Tea and whatever. (laughs) Uh Shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) Literally me. (laughs) I feel like a weight is off my shoulder. Yeah, me too. You know, I feel better. Mm -hmm. I feel like other people are going through what I'm going through. And as Mm -hmm. cliche as it sounds, like, there are people going through the same shit you're going through. Yeah. Being all sad in lockdown and Mm -hmm. not seeing people and to understand that this is a weird time yep and it's normal to feel like shit unprecedented (laughs) literally everyone's fed up with this Mm -hmm. i'm fed up with this yep but it was fun talking about dating Yep. talking about not dating or lack of yeah literally that's what i was about to say (laughs) lack of dating and reliving some stories and i would love for you to come back on the podcast anytime i think it's a lot funner for me to yeah, pe- i love it people come for me if they say funner is not a word my podcast my language my lingo Yep, deal with it <laughs> i don't know everyone's like oh my god she's such a brat um it's funner to talk with people because mm-hmm. I did my one solo podcast and I don't know if I'll ever do a solo one again maybe if I'm desperate and no one can come get interviewed yeah. and come chat Sure <laughs> if you reach that level of desperation we talked about Yeah <laughs> Yeah but it's definitely it's funner to banter with people Yeah and it's easier to bounce stuff off and Totally thank you for getting me in that spiral about God, why I hate thank you celebrities for now me. <laughs> It was a great time. I love it. We had so much fun. Every time. Yep. And uh, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this podcast. They better, yeah, literally. (laughs) Mm. If you've made it that far, I should hope. Mm. Again, shout out to my one listener in Sweden. I know it's weird. I'm shouting out only one country, but I was. That's pretty cool. I was literally shook. I was like, shit. Like, you got someone in Sweden? Yeah. Maybe they just listen to one podcast. Or like, this is shit. So maybe I'm just shouting out to literally nobody. But (laughs) a bot. (laughs) Hey bots. (laughs) But thanks again for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Lots of fun. And I hope everyone enjoyed listening. And tune in for next week's podcast. I'm going to bring Morgan back on. And I think we're going to talk about... I'm sure that girl has got a lot to say about Jason fucking tater tot Kenny. And his whole fitness plan about gyms being closed. And we're kind of going to dive into, like, female mental health. And kind of, like, what it's like... being a girl and i know everyone's kind of explored that but Mm -hmm. that's probably what we're going to be talking about so tune in for that i can't wait to hear it i'm sorry if you guys can hear claws my dog has awoken and she's (laughs) ready for attention so thanks again and thanks for listening everyone doodles see you on the next